So I'm thinking a lot about the future of marketing, particularly marketing on platforms like Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, and how it's relevant to anybody that's interested in these platforms or that's creating a business or that's a content creator. I think that in the past, we have always thought of creators and people that are running businesses as sort of niche, like they do something like you're a channel that covers finance or you're a business that sells potatoes or you're a content creator that only plays Destiny or Halo. And I think that's changing. And that's what I want to talk about today is how that's changing. And I want to start off by telling a story. This isn't the only channel that I've ever run. And I have a YouTube channel that is now old called uh, Melixia. It's Melixia. It, nowadays, it's kind of crazy that a lot of people don't know that, that this was me. But I have all these kind of lame videos on here that... I made that are about all kinds of things. <laughs> so that some of them are about building a business so, or creating a Discord server, but some of them are just about games, like like a Hearthstone Zulok guide that got 12k views seven years ago, right? <laughs> and um, I I was always really confused. Uh, should I be Malixia or should I be Devin Nash, right? And I was always trying to do different kinds of content under different brand names. And it turns out that I'm not the only person that has this problem, that a lot of people struggle, like, should I have a gaming name or should I have a brand name? Or if I'm running a business, should I run that business under this name or my name? And I think I know how to answer that problem in the context of running a business or content creation on in the current meta of platforms. So previously, the way that marketing worked was that you would basically build a subscriber base, right? Uh, and this could be in the form of like an email list, or it could be in the form of subscribers like on Twitch, uh, or like dedicated people who will pay you um, or buy your product. And most of what you created was for them. So like on YouTube, for example, I think this is the easiest platform to use this example. And I also think that YouTube is the place that like has this the most figured out. On YouTube, you would market new videos you created to subscribers. So if you had a subscriber base of 100,000 people, you would want as many, many of those people to watch your new video as possible. But what's changed is that YouTube and Google have been thinking a lot. And by thinking, I mean spending billions of dollars trying to solve the problem of what we would call viewer engagement, right? So viewer engagement is how long do people watch videos and how much do they click on them and how long do they stay on our website? The longer that a person stays on the website, the longer that advertisers have an opportunity to pitch them, the more that YouTube can sell ads. and attention kind of in, in the current economy, I always say there's sort of three economies. There's the service economy that we're kind of in slash transitioning into this thought economy or influencer economy, which is attention. And then previously to that, there was like manufacturing or actually products and goods, which we sort of transitioned out of. We still do a lot of, at least in first world countries like the United States, but we're more so in like a service-based slash like influencer-based economy now. And in the influencer economy, the currency is attention. Attention is everything because attention causes people to buy things. It causes people to change their vote. It causes people to change their mind. It causes people to invest in things, time, money, and energy, which essentially are like the ultimate like human currencies, right? Um, to do things, and you, you see this sort of move towards attention being more and more valuable. And and as people, um, it becomes the final issue for like a lot of brands or or, or companies or or people, right? Like nowadays. 
it's not just brands that are monetizing attention. It's individuals. It's like people that are like me who are making money off of this video or, 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 or because somebody is paying for it or, or on Patreon where I, I have a Patreon where I make exclusive stuff that I, I'm still uh, – it's limited attention, but that attention is very dedicated to those subjects and, and, and is willing to pay for it, right, so, uh, because they get some benefit out of it. So attention becomes the final issue, and in an attention-based economy, what's important is um, where people's attention is, right? So platforms and marketing philosophy is reaching a point where – getting the most attention on things and that's a user retention right attention slash user retention on their platform is the final issue so we see this with twitch we see this with facebook we see this with instagram that like we want to keep you on the website as long as possible and one of the reasons why twitch can sell really high cpms to advertisers is because they have the longest sort of time to user ratio, like the, the average time that a person spends on Twitch is 107 minutes, which is crazy, right? Like the, the Facebook and Instagram don't even have a fifth of those numbers. This is really incredible that Twitch could do that. So um, there's a lot of reasons for that, right? Some of it comes down to being just being people are more dedicated power users or, or, or get invested in a broadcaster or what they're doing. Or, or just the show-based content, like the live stream kind of allows that to happen. Like they spend a lot more time there than on VOD. But so the reason I'm bringing all this up is because what's happened is that YouTube figured this out and they said, okay, we need to develop algorithms that um, basically teach our users to stay on the website longer. And the way they did that was what everyone knows as the recommended page. So when I go here, um, you're going to see a bunch of, I don't know why I have dating advice from Jocko Willink over here. I mean, I, I do know, and that's what I'm going to get into. But you can see that like everything here is kind of relevant to my interest. It's music that I've listened to. I listen, I see a lot of Philip DeFranco. I'm not subscribed to myself on this alternate YouTube account. So Devin Nash comes up because I watch my own content because I'm a narcissist. I watch a lot of Moist Critical. So what this is, is this is an algorithmic interpretation. There's Graham Stephan down here, right? Um, of what I like. And this is the account I actually watch YouTube on. I use alternate accounts for like browsing other stuff and, and, and things because I, I'm actually conscious that I don't want this algorithm to be modified because I actually like going to YouTube and clicking these things. So what's happened here is the YouTube algorithm has designed a system which is way more advanced than any one person can explain. I'm not going to attempt to do it here, and it's not really relevant to what we're discussing. But what's important to understand is that when I click a video, right, the two ways to get discovered are for me to click through recommended and for me to look at this right sidebar here and see related videos and things I might also be interested in. And you can see like these aren't necessarily relevant. Like this here is Planets of the Imperium War, fall of the, the Fall of Cadia. That's awesome, right? Um, I love Warhammer 40k Deep Lore and I watch a ton of Loot No 9. It has nothing to do with whatever Moist Critical is talking about unless he's talking about it's not my fault that Warhammer is awesome. He's probably not talking about that though, right? It's probably not the subject of this video. But this is being recommended because they know that I watch it and I'm likely to click something that I'm on that. And YouTube has gotten very good at this. And more importantly, they're the thought leaders that are leading every other platform in doing this. Twitch is trying to build recommended. Instagram, Facebook, and all these other platforms are trying to build recommended. Google is ahead of the game because they have AdWords and because they have a lot of keyword data that allows people to sort of, that allows them to understand as engineers how to program something like YouTube to be really relevant to how people want to consume stuff. So you, you get to the point where YouTube is at this point where now where 80 to 90% of a video's viewership, if you are a content creator on YouTube, 
80 to 90% of your total views of a video will be from the recommended or a suggested page, which is on your top right there that I just showed you. That's crazy. That's a crazy number, right? Whereas a couple years ago or a few years ago, that number might have been 20% or 30%, and it would be much more about your subscribers. But it's not about your subscribers anymore. It's a, so, so because it's not about your subscribers, what is happening is that people are able to make content and businesses are able to expand in a way that if they still have expertise in a subject, they can do very well. But um, they don't need to be as niche as they once thought. And I'm going to give you three examples of this. The first one is starting with me. I have a problem where uh, I'm known as a thought leader in the content creation space. I, I, I create a lot of stuff about Twitch and YouTube and, and, and Meta, and I'm good at that. But I'm also really good at talking about how to build businesses because I've built four. Uh, I'm good at talking about finance because I've uh, made, it, made a lot of money <laughs> and, 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 and held onto it, which is even harder. And I, I'm good about talking about marketing. In fact, that's what I'm really fascinated about is the psychology of marketing. Why do we do what we do? And I wanna talk more about that. So every time I make a Twitch video or I make like a YouTube video, I'm, I'm shortchanging myself a bit and my audience, I think, because I'm not providing as much value as I really want to as a creator on the platform. But I occasionally make a video, and I have a rule called one in five, that is one in five of my videos should be something different. It should be something I haven't done before. And that's what this video, Questions Millionaires Ask Themselves, is. This is a video about questions that I think are power questions that people can ask themselves that will take their life to the next level. It has nothing to do with streamer meta or anything that I create, but it did very well on my channel. Um, because It did comparable to a lot of videos because uh, of this algorithm problem that I'm talking about. That's not really a problem, algorithm situation. So in comparison to other videos, this video did quite well because it uh, got into recommended as a finance video and it did really well. I'm gonna give you a couple other examples. So let's go back to Luton09, that Warhammer guy I was talking about. Let's go look at his videos. So his videos are about all kinds of cool stuff, like weapons of the Warhammer universe or just lore about all kinds of stuff. But you'll see a really interesting video that he posted a week ago, The Rise and Fall of Human Civilizations. Could we survive a global apocalypse? This is a really interesting video, right? Because in the context of all of his other videos about Warhammer, this video is actually a non-fictional video about real human civilization, just to talk about it. And it's, it's presented completely differently, but it performed very well because it was marketed correctly, it, the, the, the thumbnail and the title are great, and it's a, it's a thing that got pick up, picked up by Recommended, despite his channel's existing user base and his subscribers, it got picked up and did very well because it's a topic that people are interested in separate from the stuff that's going on in his channel. And even his existing subscribers, if you go down into the comic section and things, actually talk about and appreciate that he did something different, right? Um, more of this, please. Uh, I'm super excited to see new content types and how awesome it is this certifiably in-game, right? So people are open to this. And then I'm gonna give you a third example before I tell you why this is happening. So Zizarin, who is a, a very dear friend of mine, and he's also in, uh, a, a content creator around like ARPGs, and I, I kind of see him as like the ARPG master, sort of the final authority on that. And he does some Diablo II resurrected, does some kind of like Path of Exile stuff. We'll take a look at this entire body of videos that he's done. You can see he uploads an absolutely insane amount. And then we take a look at all the views on these videos, and it's 33K views here, 7K, 13, 41. So he's kind of all over the place. But let's take a look at this video that I watched called New World, My First Impressions, and Is It Worth Paying? Plain. 
This video got 100,000 views as of a week ago. It outperformed almost all of his other videos on Path of Exile or ARPG-related content, which is the theme of his channel and what his subscribers actually go to him for. Why is this the case? It is because, despite the fact that he hadn't created New World content before, he never played the game on stream, and it's not his brand whatsoever. It got picked up by Recommended because New World is a hot thing, and it's a perfect example of what I'm talking about, that marketing as a whole is moving away from niche to Recommended. All, uh, all websites and all platforms and all businesses need to pay attention to this because this is the way the world is moving. We're, we're moving into an, a, a situation where it, it's no longer about like you as an individual and like your sort of like area of expertise. It's about what value you can provide to the world as a whole. And, and if you can provide value in another area where even if your perception from dedicated users or people that have view, visited your business, this is not just relevant to content creators, it's relevant to anybody who's running a business. If you can provide more value, then the algorithms and platforms that you use to market yourself and garner that attention will pick that up because the final issue is attention. It doesn't matter if, if, if you're an expert in finance, but you have a background in wine tasting then you can be successful at both with the way that the platforms um, leverage that. And, and there's literal examples of what I said. That combination of thing was not, a, uh, not an accident that I brought up. That's Gary Vaynerchuk, right? A person who is an expert marketer, but he also has a wine business that's really successful. And he knows that expertise and he markets both of them separately because he understands and talks about both and gets lots of leads from both because that's the, the kind of, uh, that he, he understands the platforms and what they're doing, what I'm talking about. So the real lesson here is that people think that they, and businesses think that they need to stay into a niche or appeal to a certain audience, but I don't think that's a thing. I think what happens is that people lose their beginner's mind and they, they like, for example, Zizarin knows a lot about how to market to the Path of Exile crowd. He knows that if he makes a video about sacred orbs, which I'm sure he's done, yep, he, he did do it. Uh, as, as, so the current talk in Path of Exile, as of the time of this recording, is this whole thing about sacred orbs. Sacred orbs are like this new uh, item in the game Path of Exile that are causing a lot of controversy. Zizarin knows that if he made a video fast, he could immediately get more uptick on this and look at the difference in views, right? Just 11 hours ago, he's already picking it up. So he knows how to market to the Path of Exile audience. But if he made a finance video, he may not know how to market that. It's, it turns out that he did know how to market New World. So when he made a New World video, he actually produced incredible results. And just on that Luton video that we saw about the, the rise and fall of civilizations that I talked about earlier, that video did well because he understood how to market that. So I would, I would, I would say that if you're running a business or you're kind of interested in the subject as a content creator or, or just a viewer, it may not be the situation that you are just like, like, like a lot of people, I think they make a video like that's different from what they would normally do, or they, start, they have a new business vertical that's different from what they would normally do and they fail. I think that's because they have a dedicated subscriber base that like doesn't care about what they're doing. But what it really is, is that you just never trained yourself to actually market that from that vertical. It's a completely different thing to make, uh, to talk about finance than it is to talk about Warhammer 40k deep lore, right? And if you want to make that transition, you have to know the ins and outs that uh, involve a finance channel like Graham Stephan and what works there, right? Because that's a person you could go to and you could, you could find out exactly, I never know how to type his name but he always comes up <laughs> if i misspell it this is a person that knows how to market 
to finance people incredibly well. But I get him to do a Warhammer 40K video, I doubt he'll do as well because he doesn't know how to market in that area. Or maybe he does because he's he's kind of generally understands YouTube as a whole. But this is also the concept as to why you see a ton of creators that produce um, content on one channel. They start another channel and that channel like immediately succeeds. A lot of people think it's because the subscriber base goes over. And sure, for people like Markiplier who start a new channel or something or some huge YouTuber with millions of subscribers, that's relevant, right? Like they, they definitely pick up subscribers from their other existing user base, but less than you might think, right? And uh, more so, it's, it's, it's the issue of people getting into recommended and suggested. And so I think why I made this talk is because I want everybody to start. I, I think people that are here are interested in interesting marketing concepts. And uh, that's my favorite thing to talk about too. So I think that where we're moving as a, uh, as a sort of like marketing, as, as sort of the, the sort of like consciousness around marketing and, and like what everyone's thinking about in like business and attention and consecration and viewership, we're moving to more of this like recommended suggested thing. Every platform, like LinkedIn's already doing this. Like I said, Twitch is already doing this, is moving in this direction. And what will, and what will happen is that ultimately what you create or what your, the value you provide of your business will be distilled down. And like what matters is the content the thumbnail, the, um, the business and its quality, the, the, the actual product or service that you're selling. That is what drives the engagement as like the algorithms get more and more advanced and de detect what a user wants and drive that user directly to what they want. Cool. So that's my talk on marketing and where I think it's going. And I hope that like everybody can benefit from this. Also, there's I think there's a lot of you who have nothing to do with content creation, but are just interested in marketing and business. So I created this video for you. And if you enjoy it, please leave a comment in the section below or consider going to my Discord, discord.gg slash Devin, where we talk about a lot of these subjects. Or if you really want, um, I create a ton of videos like this on Patreon, patreon.com slash Devin Nash. And if you wanted to support even five bucks there, you get like 30 plus videos that I make every week um, that are just completely unique and about these kind of subjects. So thanks for being here and I really appreciate it. I'll see you again soon. Bye.